Welcome to the Hog Call Podcast. This is Chad. And this is Tim. Be sure to subscribe to the Hog Call on your favorite podcast directory. iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, Stitcher, whatever you'd like, we're on them all. The Hog Call is only live, real-time, uncut, uncensored, Razorback podcast. Created by fans for fans. Friend us on Facebook at Hog Call Podcast or follow us on Twitter at Hog Call Podcast. Chad runs the Facebook page and Tim runs the Twitter page. Support the Hog Call Podcast by helping us spread the word. Give us a five-star rating and leave a comment, even if it's just Go Hogs. This will go a long way to allow other Razorback fans find the podcast more easily. If you'd like to throw a tip our way, you can support the podcast financially by clicking on the link in the show description. We're counting on fan support. Do you have something Hog Call Nation needs to hear? Leave a voicemail by clicking the link in the description below or send an email to hogcallpodcast.gmail.com. Well, it's good to get that mess out of the way. How's it going, Tim? How's it going, Tim? Hey, Chad. Better than I was four or five days ago, but that loss to Georgia still stings. An embarrassing loss. There's no other way to put it. But we're two days away from another chance of beating Ole Miss. But how are you tonight? You know, uh, I'm doing well. I, I don't know. You know, I don't know what to say at this point. I'm. I, I was... I guess the best way I know to put that Georgia game is embarrassed. It was embarrassing. I feel like the way that we played, we saw some old tendencies that uh, you know we don't we don't like to talk about, and we we hope we we wouldn't see again, right? And uh, and it, it I mean it didn't come like it wasn't like play calling stuff like that, but it was just like the want to you know like the effort. I felt like wasn't there it felt like there was it felt like the team felt defeated by the end of that first quarter yeah we got down 21 nothing early i don't know if it was the first the first drive where we hadn't seen that all year in the first four games where a team just takes it to us Mm -hmm. we've been dominating those teams right off the bat and the very first drive george gets the ball and they're just up and down running the ball on us Mm -hmm. it wasn't like they were spreading it out and just fast moving great you know i mean they were just dominating us up front and mm-hmm. uh, i was very surprised by how how much more physical they were on us and they set the tone and never looked back but that mm-hmm. especially when it got down to we still had a chance after that i mean mm-hmm. we, you know what i mean because we, we didn't have the ball first set we can we can answer we can do all this stuff but those next couple when it got 21 nothing it was mm-hmm. it man i mean yeah you know and i you know i agree i think that you know there's a a time whenever it felt like, you know, how, how, how well were they going to play? And then, and then how poorly are we going to play? And it was like, everything was going wrong. Like everything, special teams, penalties, just regular plays, just the plays that were being called to some degree just didn't make any sense uh, to me. Uh, and and you know it's all the it's like everything wrapped up into one. It was just it was just very poor football. 
um, all the way around, and it's it's tough to see that. You know, it's it's tough to see a team like that because, you know, I thought I thought they've done good. I mean, we talked about it. We talked about what we were going to see whenever we saw Georgia, and I know that old boy like sent the sent the uh, the the Twitter messages over and and uh, and said like, oh, you know, we didn't have a good take and things like that. I guess he felt like you know we wasn't giving Georgia enough credit. But, uh, yeah, don't come on an Arkansas Razorback podcast and expect me to talk up Georgia when we're playing you that week. That, that's not going to happen. That's just the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. I mean, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate the other other teams listening and giving it a, a shot and listening to what we have to say and wanting to see what our fans feel like and how we feel. Uh, but, you know, when we're not excited about your team, you know, that should be normal. On, on a podcast like this and we gave them plenty of credit i feel like at the beginning of the year you know we said when we did our, our predictions we said you know there's going to have to be a lot of stuff go right for us to be able to even predict that we can win this game and i felt like all those things went right everything just kind of lined up and it felt like we had a chance um when we predicted that i mean the things we predicted um kind of came true right we we said that the first string quarterback was going to be out second string quarterback is probably going to be in they were going to have a whole lot of injuries a whole lot of folks beat up they did uh but they were still just so dominant even though they had all those injuries even though all those things that we had mentioned uh for reasons that we would win were correct you know they were just better you know they were just better. I mean, what? What? There's nothing. There's nothing more you can say than that. But we shouldn't have been shut out to the degree that we were, and we shouldn't have just been manhandled um, to the degree that we were. And we should have an answer for how we're going to fix that. Yeah, that's that's the thing to me is just getting shut out. It's not the fact that we lost. Like in our preseason projections, we had us. We had a, that was the game we both agreed. Like, all right, we, you know, we can we can definitely start four zero, but going to Athens, they're going to be ranked very high. They're going to be a good team this year. Have one of the best defenses in the nation. And that's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. But I think I think the thing that was just so tough and demoralizing to me. I mean, as a fan and all fans, and I I don't see how any fan, our Razorback fan, can take anything positive from that. And I get it. I get it. Hey, the season's not over. I agree too. I'm I'm ready to go kick Ole Miss's ass. But that one hurt. That one hurt because I couldn't. Because mm-hmm. we were looking forward to that one. I was looking so much forward to that game. We were on the big stage. We were top ten last week. We mm-hmm. were top ten going on the road. Big st- the, the way we played against A and M and Texas took care of business against those, uh, uh, Georgia Southern Rice. Felt like we were playing good, and to just get just get embarrassed on the national stage. I mean, the announcers were making fun of us. We had. We had a possession where we had three penalties on one play. Mm-hmm. Curb Street's like, I've never seen that before. Ha, 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 ha. And it was just yeah. like, why did, why did this have to be this game? Why did, why did we have to, you know what I mean? And just to mm-hmm. get down early like that, it's like, oh, let's figure something out. And no, we just kept throwing these uh, uh, wider seater screens that just would not work against Georgia. you got to figure something out against mm-hmm. Georgia. I know but, it's going to go to brunch. And then behind the line of scrimmage, they're going to keep going to that. Yeah, and the thing about the stupid wide receiver screens, it's like the the defense was on top of you as soon as you threw it. We're lucky they didn't pick the ball and take it back for a touchdown. We're damn lucky that they didn't do that. And why do you just keep running those, right? Why do you? Sanders isn't having a great day, but Green is putting up almost four, five yards every time he touches the ball. 
Feed him the ball. Let's let him run. Let him run it, right, if that's what we need to do. We don't have to get fancy. We don't have to get fancy with this with this stuff sometimes. Sometimes, you know, minimal is better. And at that point, I mean, it's probably better just to not run a hurry-up offense and just try to go out there and go as fast as you can, hurry up and punt, right? We talked about this in the last podcast and the podcast where that, the hurry up and punt sucks. Uh, if you're going to run it and it's working, great. Yeah, it's a fun thing to watch. It's a fun thing to 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 be a part of. But when you're running hurry up and punt, that's no fun, right? So run the ball. Slow it down. Don't get manhandled because you're giving them the ball back within you know, three minutes after you touch it. Take some time off the clock. You're playing Georgia. I mean, you got to figure out a way to control the clock longer than they do. And I, I I don't know. Maybe that's just old school. Maybe it's just old school football. Maybe I'm out of touch. I don't know. Works for me. Yeah, And and I will say it, it doesn't help on our first possession. You know they take the lead seven nothing first possession two false starts in a row so we're we're first and twenty and then I will say I will say they 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 took Traylon Smith out three carries four yards and that was it three carries for the, for the entire day so they didn't give him AJ Green ran good Sanders I mean had his lowest day but he he ran out the best of anybody but now let me say before I go on because uh, you mentioned too on this. Uh, this uh, Georgia guy getting in the Twitter mentions mm-hmm. the hall call, uh, Chris Shaw. I don't, I don't know. Um, wow, listen, this is his quote, not me. Wow, listen to the podcast. Maybe the worst take in history. The whole thing was dismissive of UGA, who ain't played nobody. L O L, an absolute bloodbath. And Sanford Stadium is an easy place to play, and it's at noon. No problem. L O L. What's with these L O L? But the Arkansas coaches are so much better than UGA coach. Uh, okay, mm-hmm. LOL. You guys are a piece of work. Yeah. My well, I agree the Arkansas coaches are better than the UGA <laughs> coaches. I think he's got that right. Uh, I said that in the last <laughs> podcast. I say it again. I say it to his face. If we had the talent you guys had, you know, we'd be we'd be doing we'd, – yeah. we'd be able to beat Bama. I'm just going to say it. We'd beat Bama. Well, we wouldn't be losing to Bama six, six times in a damn row. I can tell you that if we had if we had that talent, right? So, you know, I know you guys want to be number one, and you haven't been able to elevate yourself. You haven't been able to get there. You haven't been able to beat Bama. And so until you do, just sit down and shut the fuck up. Oh, yeah. Look, I think it's just a, I think it's a thing of Georgia fans. Like one thing. Look, I, I guess maybe he just wants to listen to the other team's podcast. And why are you saying that after the fact? Mm-hmm. Come, come, come on here, come on here before. Leave a voicemail. Like we've been asked, interact with us before the fact. You're gonna wait till after the game the next day or whenever. I don't know. I didn't check it because I was demoralized from the loss. But check, uh, say it beforehand. And you're gonna wait till after the fact. Okay, we knew that. I get mm-hmm. it. You ain't gonna make me feel any worse, Chris. You ain't gonna make me feel any worse. What you are is a Georgia fan that's been let down for forty years. You won one championship with Herschel Walker in 1980. And that's it. Nothing since then. Year after year after year of disappointment. There's not been a year you felt, yep, because you haven't won a championship. And now you're, you have all these chances. In the, you had the chance in the East. Okay, look, you had you've, you've got Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Tennessee, who had good years with Fulmer, but mm-hmm. nothing since then. South Carolina, some okay years with Holtz and Spurrier, but nothing. Okay. Uh, uh, Florida, you've had, you had, Okay, once Spurrier left, you had a gap. You had Ron Zook. You could win it then. 
Then you had Urban Meyer for a few years. Okay. But then you had Muschamp, and then you had um, McIlwain, and, oh, and Mullins McElwain not, not always cracked up to be. You're in the East. And and what you think? You think you're going to win the championship every year, and you can't beat Bama. Mm-mm. That said, this looks like a pretty good Georgia team, but now I now I don't even want them to even now I don't, don't want them to beat Bama because of this guy. Yeah, well, I mean, and here, here's the thing. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I thought Georgia fans were pretty amicable and and and, and fun fans to to hang out with. I've never really had issues with them, but I'll tell you on on social media after this game, they were everywhere, just like, hey, look what we did, rubbing rub 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 their noses in it, you know, and I it wasn't just our you know twitter feed it was other twitter feeds i saw i saw it on facebook i saw it several different places where they're just out there just ha ha we beat you after the fact like you said and it's like i mean act like you've done it before right like you're supposed to be such a top notch program be humble i mean it's hard to be humble but you gotta try you gotta try, you know. They're 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 bragging about beating a, a program that we just had two straight two and ten seasons. We had Brett mm-hmm. Bielema, then we had Chad Morris. Okay, Holy and then yeah, we were we only had three wins last year, three and seven last year, in this first year. And you're you're happy about that mm. because we were a story that people that we were national darlings. All right, because yeah, because we play hard. That's mm. what we before this game. Before this Georgia game, because you know, we played hard and we we were we were a team that people liked. Yeah, it's like why are you, why are you so happy about that? Move along yeah. with your business. You just know you're worried about because you're not going to championship. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and then the other thing is this is like the whole oh it was a bad take. Well, I don't know. We we did well last year. You know, we did well against you last year, especially first half. You know, and so that that was that was Pittman's very first year. COVID, all kinds of crazy stuff going. on. <laughs> Then, first game. <laughs> I know it, right? And then, like, you know, you look at how well we've done, the teams we've beat, the teams you guys have beat, really not anybody. You know, I mean, we really look like, you know, we had an opportunity. Uh, and I go back, and I'm, I'm looking at it again, and I bet you I'd make the same call. I would make the same call again. After that, you know, now, what do I say? Now, now I'm like, oh, well, now we got to play Ole Miss. You know, and now we gotta, we gotta do that. And and well, do you think do you think it's because we wasn't prepared to play in such a big environment, a uh, early morning game where you don't have time to get liquored up, which is what I said before, and <laughs> and, and get loud and so on and so forth. I wasn't that damn impressed with. The, I mean, the size of the crowds, many people was there. I wasn't like, oh god, man, they can't even hear their audibles and stuff look at how bad they're doing like it wasn't we got beat because we did stupid stuff uh we had way too many penalties we didn't call the right plays and uh you know it just didn't look good for us so i don't know you maybe i am delusional i'll take it i'll take it i'm a, I'm a fucking hog fan through and through 100 percent yeah i'm not gonna backtrack anything i'm not gonna apologize that I got the only reply I sent to that guy, and I did again. It's like, thanks for listening. Thanks for giving us a listen. Um, then I'll say that. I'm, I'm glad. How bad are your Georgia Georgia fan podcasts that you don't want to listen to them? You want to listen to us? Yeah. 
And I say, you know, hey, you know, thanks for listening. I really do appreciate it. I think that's awesome uh, that he did listen. You know, maybe he'll tune in, and listen again. Maybe he'll become regular. Maybe he'll maybe he'll have another something else to say to us. We'll talk about it on the next podcast. We'll see. You know, we'll see where it goes. Uh, but like we always say, man, you reach out to us. We're gonna put it on the podcast. That's just how it goes. <laughs> Good, or, Good bad, or bad, we're gonna discuss it. So. If you haven't called in to the Hog Call Podcast this year yet, go ahead and do that. Go ahead, click the button. It's in the uh, bio there, and, and it'll take you right to the thing. And you just leave the voicemail, man. It ain't bad at all. I, here, here's the thing, Tim. I just want to switch gears just a little bit. And I just I want to start talking about Pittman. And I think this kind of, you know, <laughs> kind of rolls in, right, with like, He's a new coach. He's he's a young coach. He's second year, right? He's he's learning the ropes. He, he's a new head coach, but he's been around head coaches for a very long time, right? He's been around football for a very long time. He knows, or he should know, like he needs to watch the things he says, right? Because his team is going to take on his personality. And that's just how it goes. That's, that's how it always goes, you know? The teams always take on their head head coach's personality. And some of the things he had to say after the game, I'm concerned with. And then that carried over into the Ole Miss um, preview. Where, And I'm just going to say this. I got one clip out of that Ole Miss preview of something he said that I wasn't very happy about. Everything else, I mean, go back and listen to it. He talks about how he's going to attack Ole Miss and, and things like that and talks about the things that we're going to do different, you know, switching up the offensive linemen and stuff like that, uh, how he talked to the special teams coordinator and said, hey, we can't be having, you know, these these punt blocked anymore this year. It's not acceptable. And it's, you know, he had some really good stuff to say. So I'm not, I don't want to just be all negative here. But that post game was – I don't know. I think he could have. You remember that point in the game where he ripped his headset off and almost threw it across the field. I think you could have come with a little bit of that energy that post game. I think it's okay to call you know call some folks out, say some stuff that went wrong that you saw there in the game that you didn't like and you want to correct. And a lot of people say, oh, you know these these uh, you know these questions that the that the press are asking, they're softball questions and so on and so forth. I don't think so. I think Trey Biddy, all the guys there were asking really good questions. I, I I think that they were kind of softball answers more than the softball questions. Like that's you know, of course they they're not going to go out there and be rude. You know that's just not the right thing to do. You know what I mean? And like attack you, especially being Arkansas press after the game. So you got to kind of elaborate for them a little bit. You know, and you definitely don't want that. You know, I'm not going to say anything type situation but here just listen to this I, I cut this up and let's just just take a listen to what i'm talking about here i was gonna, I was gonna have to emphasize it a little bit more i guess i guess when i had to do something instead of just bringing them out off the practice field do something different um because I, you know, obviously, if we knew how to stop it, we would have already been doing it. You know, I really have no idea. I mean, 
we practice it. I have no idea why they jumped offsides. I mean, you gotta have some I'm idea. I'm not a mind reader. Hell, I don't know. I mean, you should. We practice it. We practice it with noise. They that we stemmed them, we moved them. They jumped offsides. I don't have any damn idea why they jumped offsides. I wish I did. We'd fix it. Had a guy offsides. Have a guy hold somebody and had pass interference. All in the same play, so man, I don't know, guys. I mean, I mean, you gotta give us more than that. What's the more answer? Than I don't know. Uh, don't jump off sides. Don't hold a guy, and don't pass interference a guy. Um, hell, I don't know. I mean, I wish I did. We we wouldn't be doing it. We'll, we'll try to fix it. You know, the entire team wasn't ready for a noon Eastern kickoff. You know, it's about, do we have the right personnel? You know, I, I think we do. Um, but, um, you know, just a lot of stuff we got to okay. fix. That's why I'm a coach. I mean, they, you know, we got to fix stuff. We got to get better. And, and uh, all these questions you're asking me, hell, I, I know. I've seen the same thing you guys have, and it's my job to get it fixed. And that's what we will, that's what we'll do. Well, everything that we're trying to get accomplished this year, nothing was lost on the day's game. I mean, we still have an opportunity to get back and play Georgia again if we can win out on our side. I mean, uh, our pride got crushed. Our ego got crushed. Mm -hmm. uh, But it's one ball game against the team on the east. And uh, so we're still right where we need to be on the west. And as long as we'll go back and fight and work this week. Go back a year ago when we beat Mississippi State and then we lose to the next team, Auburn, on the on that call and all that stuff. And then we mm-hmm. come back beat Ole Miss. Our kids like to play. Yeah. You know, in all honesty, we physically got whipped today. And that's what happened. And, and, we, and we also poured dirt on the wound because we messed it up in penalties. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, if we can stop the penalties, you know, we'll have a much better chance to win ball games. Uh, there's not a whole lot of teams like that when we just play physically. I like that. And, uh, I like we've that. We've got to get that fixed quick, fast, and hurry. And if we do, I think our kids will respond and play well. Mm-hmm. Except learn from from last week, you know. I, I don't know that we can do a whole lot about when we have pregame. Uh, I don't know that we can practice at 11. You know, we, we, we did in the fall. Um, I think – It'll just be a different, try to get a different mindset going in there. Um, you know, in all honesty, I think everybody saw we just weren't ready for the grand stage yet. And that's all of us. What's that mean? And um, this is going to be I'm a big stage because it's ESPN and all those things. But, yeah, you know, is. the college game day atmosphere, the 93,000. You know, Sorry, there was a lot of kids after the game, after I spoke with them, said it's the loudest crowd they haven't ever been in anything like that before and we tried to simulate it in practice and obviously didn't have it turned up loud enough um maybe but i think just try to learn from this experience that we just went through and try to learn from that and and uh and uh i don't know that we'll have any different wake up or anything like that i know i heard that kirby played i don't know if it's true but i heard he played music in the 
in the locker room and things of that nature. We were trying to just go a status quo because we had practiced it for a week in fall camp. And, mm-hmm. and obviously we, we all saw that, uh, you know, we weren't, we didn't do it the right way. So we're, we're still thinking about what we might do on Saturday to change that up. So look, man, I mean, some parts of the answers were, you know, made a lot of sense. Right. But then there was just other parts where, you gotta, you know, you gotta dig in, right? And you gotta be able to say like, this is this is why that happened. You know, we we were, you know, we were, we had penalties because it was too loud. Okay, at least that's an answer, right? So, and that's what it seems to all boil down to between the game after the game when he didn't have any clue why these things were happening, and right. then to his, you know, his conversation with pre-Ole um, Miss, he says, you know, it was, it was because they were loud, you know. And he mentioned that just a little bit in the pregame, too, how, you know, they were loud. Well, shit, we're going to play Ole Miss, man, right? And I'll, I'll tell you what, man, I, I went to every Ole Miss game whenever I was a student. And uh, the Grove gets big, and it gets dang loud. And they get pretty wild in there. And I hope that uh, we can match that intensity this week, you know, because we're looking at the same thing again. And and to say, like, midweek, I I still haven't, you know, we still haven't got it nailed down. We still don't know, like, what we're going to do. We haven't changed up our routine. We haven't really done anything different to, to, to prepare for this, right? I mean, first thing I would say is, like, if it was so loud that you, you didn't, prepare correctly because you feel like you didn't have the noise turned up enough during stimulation periods i would say put earplugs in put earplugs in your players ears then turn the noise up and then run your plays like that so that just barely hear everybody The, the quarterback really does have to yell and scream to get his calls out to you know make those things happen um you know, other than that, like, I, I just, these these kids have been playing in a lot of games. A lot of games. And they've seen some big crowds, right? I mean, we got some we got some preseason players on our team. We, we were talking about that and how seasoned they were, how many returners we had, and so on and so forth. And I guess last year they didn't have, you know, last year we didn't have, uh, you know, games or whatever. We didn't have crowds last year. Um, But still, with all that being said, we're fixing to run into the same problem. We're going to be in a away game. It's going to be loud, and we're going to have to figure it out. It's in the SEC, and it's one of the most notorious stadiums in the SEC for getting loud, even though it's smaller, you know. Um, I don't know. Uh, What do you think? What do you think about that? Yeah, I will say, um, I, I can't believe that that crowd was was more than because I know that a lot of these players are junior, or seniors, and super seniors. Even mm-hmm. it's like hell, they went just two years ago. I know last year you, you watched that, you know, but but uh, we're still like 2019. We played a night game at LSU the year they won the national championship. You can't tell me that crowd was uh, wasn't any louder than this one. But it seems like they should—they should have known. Like the the Georgia team, 
Like, didn't he? Didn't he coach at Georgia for several years? Like, he didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, I know. I guess. I guess he did say they knew it was going to be loud. But did, should they not have figured out something? The way the way to communicate, where they're not going to get penalties. Something else happened. Where, yeah, there's there's there's, there's got to be a fixable way. Because not every team goes in there and does that at Georgia. That's not at Georgia every time. Like, you have you start the game off with two two false starts like mm-hmm. that. So there's there's correctable things and um, the I don't know and. Damn, I don't know, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like I don't know. It's still, it's to me, it's kind of. I know we talked about this before. It's it's, it's kind of a look from a first time head coach. He's a, he's mm-hmm. a, he's a one full season, and um, a couple games into his you know head coaching career, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of some things maybe 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 he can correct um, in regards to when the players and everybody kind of sees that, like, man, does, does he have the answer? Like, this is the SEC. Like, we're going to keep facing it. Like, Texas game, that was great. We were at home. Mm-hmm. Like, that crowd's on the other side. That You saw what that crowd did to Texas. But 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 it's quiet when we're on offense and things like that. A&M was a half-and-half half crowd in in Dallas. Mm-hmm. So that's not effective. I mean, we, we go to Tuscaloosa and Baton Rouge this year. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you're saying, Oxford. Um, I'm not – Mizzou ain't going to be a thing at the end of the year. No, but. it's not. Well, that's at home, anyways. Um, but those are you're you're still going to like Baton Rouge, Tuscaloosa, Oxford mm-hmm. this year. Yeah, you ain't got to worry like, about Ole Miss. I mean, that's not or not <laughs> Ole Miss, Mississippi State. That's not that. Yeah, no, and um, so so it's because you like you got to you got to you got to be confident that you're going to correct that. You got to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I just I think that's where uh, confidence, Tim. I think you hit the nail on the head when you say. You got to be confident. I think that's what I want from it. I think you got to come in. You got to be a little bit more confident. You got to say, "This is what we're going to do to fix these things. This is how we're going to attack this. This is this is what we're going to do." Because you can't say, "Well, hell, you saw you saw what I saw," you know, and I don't want to talk about it. That's all fine and dandy, maybe, but now you're making millions of dollars. You're the head coach at the University of Arkansas. And you're addressing the state. We want to know. We want to know what happened and how how you're going to fix it and what your inclinations are. We want that confidence from you. And I feel like that could leak down to the players, where the players start exhibiting that. You know, well, I don't know, man. You know, hope we can win this one. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to. Fi- I don't. Well, I don't know how to fix it. You know, instead of looking more towards solutions. You know, I don't know. Like worried before, like the players could be like, "Are we going to fix it? Are we going to do this again? Are we going to embarrass ourselves in Oxford? Almost a pretty good team." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so we're going to do this again. We're going to correct it. And then uh, Pippen did have some things where. Uh, that he was kind of caught, or he said that we're not going to let the Georgia loss beat us in all, you know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that. But, but this was not just like after the game, this is a couple of days after the game where he's been able to see and talk with the coaches, watch quite a bit of film, obviously. Okay. So, you, okay. The uh, quote, saw what I saw. He's talking to the reporters. It's like, yeah, but those are just report. They're just watching the game. They're not like in the game. They're like, not the experts. Not you know what I mean? But yeah, you're expert. You're getting paid millions of dollars. You're the head coach. Mm-hmm. Of an SEC program, the University of Arkansas. I know this is your dream job. It obviously hurt him. There's a picture where he was sitting on the bench, like at the end of the game, where it really hurt him. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, it really like he's a real human being, and that that's part of the reason. Well, so far it's it's fair to 
everybody's been blowing smoke up his ass and everybody's ass. There's national articles were written about him. ESPN had a big article, a good, real good article about Pittman for the Georgia game. Sports Illustrated had an article about Pittman, and all those things are not untrue after just this one game. No, but we we can oh, we and we've been saying all these positive things. We've been talking about how great. I mean, we we really like Pittman. Oh yeah, but it's also fair. It's also fair after a game like that that he's he's not perfect. He's got things that he can correct. Nothing nothing uncorrectable. No, you know what I mean. No, nothing. and so so. Um, and I'm confident he'll do it. I'm confident he'll get it corrected. Yeah. I'm confident he'll correct it in the team, you know. And and you know, hopefully he'll he'll take some of that, you know, advice and he'll he'll run with it. You know, he'll take some of that tough love from the media, and he'll run with that it, because, you know, sometimes you know sometimes we're, we're they're right about things, you know. So I don't know, man. Man, do we have to talk about this Georgia game next? Ah, I I hope I never have to talk about the Georgia game again. Good lord! Well, I hope we come and hope we come and beat Ole Miss and just smack him around in Oxford. Let me let me give you your hog call box score breakdown. Okay. All right. We're doing it a little different this week, boys and girls. First quarter, we got shellacked. Our special teams got shellacked. Had punts blocked. Wasn't able to do anything. Our defense was just dominated and embarrassed. Second quarter, the defense bucked up a little bit. I made a couple stops. Looked like they were going to make it a game. Offense just kept doing the same goofy stuff. Silly ass wide receiver screens. Trying to get the ball to the outside edge. When they clearly had it locked down. When we did get a couple runs up the middle, they were few and far between, but that's what was getting us some yardage. And as far as as throwing the balls go, it just seemed like everybody was covered so well downfield that it was very hard, you know, to get a pass off. I don't understand why you don't just, I don't know. It might run some comebacks. Right, run some comebacks. You know, get that get that fast, you know, corner running with you, and then put your foot in the dirt, come back, and have that ball in the air before he makes his cut. You know, let's let's get some of those little little things. Right, that'll spread it back a little bit, and then we can we can run. You know, how about some slants across the middle? Just a quick slant behind the linebackers across the middle, man. Hit them in the one and the two hole as they're coming across. You got two spots you can aim for. Like simple things like that, you know. You know, get 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 the uh, instead of getting you know a wide receiver screen. How about floating the tight end out five yards down the field and hitting him? You know, run a a, a, a post and a comeback over the top so you make the safety make a decision to have to go with the post or the comeback. If the safety takes the comeback, you hit the post. If he goes to the post, you you know. So I don't know. You just you just have to you have to get creative with these. What I would say is like even more simple plays that are high efficiency plays where you make the defense make a mistake and then you take advantage of that mistake the defense is making. Where you're more reading the defensive player as a quarterback than you are looking for you know your guys that are open, right? I don't know. And I'm, I mean, I'm sure they tried to do that. I'm sure it just didn't work. I'm sure that 
they taught all that and it just it didn't work out but at the same time I feel like we didn't have the confidence to call some plays that were maybe a little bit gutsier that would have maybe got us at least a couple points at the end of the the game right but anyway so that gets you to the that gets you the first half and then you get uh to the second half and we sucked we put in our backup qb and he sucked bad really bad and he tried to make some stuff happen we almost had a touchdown and then we like called off the dogs for no good reason at all and just quit trying for a touchdown and wound up getting shut out um we should have kicked a field goal. We missed our first field goal by little in the first half. You know, the first half. I should have mentioned that. But we missed that field goal by little in the first half. First time he's missed all year. It's just like everything there was go. wrong. You know, our automatic kicker. Everything. Everything we did was bad. I had 18 penalties. 18 penalties. So... But and it's crazy to be like that and no turnovers. You know what I mean? But you know why? You know why we didn't have interceptions? Because we weren't even. Because all we were doing is throwing those behind the scrimmage. Mm -hmm. And he throw one out of all these sixteen total uh, passes. Half of them are going to Burks. We got to find somebody else to pass to. Even if it's even if it's running back. Look, Sanders. The the biggest play of the day on offense. Twenty two yard Sanders run, and that was in the first half. And you don't even don't even target, don't even look that way, don't even try that again. Like get him out of the backfield. It works. Look at all throughout college football, all throughout mm. NFL. Like some of these guys, you use these weapons on offense in different ways. You don't have to just find Burks. They mm. know he's a star. They know he's this. He's going to be an NFL player. Yep. They know it. There we've got talent on these guys. We've got we've got other we've got other talent in the wide receiver room. And uh, oh, and, you think uh, we got Warren? We got Crawford. Yeah, we got. Jackson, I mean, we got guys even, out there. You got more targeted like one, two times. Like you're not even trying. It's not even like, like they're like you're talking about. Even some of these rounds, you're just doing the same thing. And like, and we get sacked four times, but and and that's not good. But that's on. But it still that leaves a lot of plays open where you're not mm-hmm. dropping back and trying something else and th- throw fine. Throw a couple interceptions if it means you're trying to throw downfield at yeah. least some. You at know least, what I mean, like at least you're like, trying. Yeah. Well, it's just wussy trying. play calling, just playing. Everything just was mm-hmm. was just not, I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree. Look, Kendall Bryce, you kind of sucked in that game. The play calling, we felt like, <laughs> kind of sucked. Period. Yeah. Right? I mean, and we I'll, think you're good. We've really, you know, been positive of your other, you know, games and, and how you've done. And we've been, you know, excited for those. But this was that same stuff you tried, you did in these other games and you won. But now you're playing a top echelon SEC school. It ain't going to cut it. Now, I mean, it might cut it against Ole Miss. It might cut it against LSU. Yeah. It might cut it against Missouri. Yeah. It might cut it against Mississippi State. Yeah. Even. <laughs> it right? Was, right. But it ain't going to cut it against Alabama and Georgia. We're going to have to we're going to have to figure it out, right? And I think why why I'm going to say it again. I said this earlier. But why would we go fast? Why would we go fast in this game? Why? Control the clock and at least keep the score low if you can't beat them. Yeah, no, I, and I will say, like that was a darn good effort by the defense because it was looking like it could have been sixty something to zero, like throughout that game. And you take away seven of those points on that block kick, mm-hmm. and some of these possessions, 
uh, we're giving it to Georgia back at their 50-yard line because our offense can't move. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I will say on that first, like, you know what, Odom? You kind of like, like you're saying about Kendall Browse. Like, you're doing the same thing that's like, hey, it'll work against Missouri. Okay? We, we might score 40 points against Ole Miss this weekend. You know what I mean? And do that against some of these other teams. Mm-hmm. But it's a different it's a different circumstance, different game. It's a different um, game plan you need to come up with. And this three, and he's been talking about it. It's not like we're set on, he's, they've said it, we can adjust the defense. It's not just set on the three-man front the whole season. They were running all over you, but it wasn't. I think they attempted they attempted 11 passes, 7 out of 11 for 72 yards. Mm. Did not do anything in the passing game because they didn't have to. They were running all on us all day. And why were we running a three-man front not, against that? Yeah. Why are you running a three-man yeah. front when they ain't? Why, why? Go 5-2. Seriously. Yeah. If they ain't, Make go 5-2. Let's get some more big boys in. Right? They pass. haven't run the ball the entire year, but all of a sudden they're superstars when they play us in this game. That ain't right. That ain't normal. Make them pass. You got the backup quarterback in there. Force them. Just like making it so easy on them. I don't. Yeah, and if they can pass the ball on you, you're like, oh shit, they can pass too. But at least you tried to do something. At least you tried to shut down that run. At least you tried to do something to take advantage of what you could to shut them down where you could. <laughs> you know, I don't know. Who knows? What if you would have adjusted to a you know larger man front and been able to you know put some bigger guys in and stop the run, right? And then you found out like this guy didn't have the accuracy, right? Yeah. Or you found out like this guy underthrows a little bit, so you get a couple picks, you know? Yeah. Maybe maybe mm-hmm. you even get a defensive touchdown like that. I mean, he knows that. He he, he knows that. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. Maybe we just didn't have, you know, and it could be one of those things where the coaching staff just wasn't respecting them either. Like, they were like, oh, we got a shot at this. You know, we're done beat two big schools. You know, this is, we're just as good as they are. Maybe they didn't think, like, we need to, we need to have some trick plays and, you know. What what for? You know, they wasn't in the, and you know, you know Georgia came out with that run game too, which they hadn't done the entire year. So you know Georgia's a little scared of us too, because they changed their entire philosophy up and then yeah. came out and just ran it the whole time. And like, like, and that was part of that is you know having an injured quarterback, but part of that is like being tricky and trying to out coach, you know, the Hogs, which they did. You know, I think against UAB, the Stetson Bennett that came in, he threw five touchdowns in the game this year. You know, I I think you're talking about maybe we didn't. Georgia respected the hell out of us because they came to play. That was was their best game of the year. They came to play. They were ready and fired up for us. Oh, yeah. And we didn't return the favor of showcasing. We knew anything. We looked like we gave up. It was bad. We looked like we gave up. It was like. I was in a hog pression before before halftime. It's bad. And I thought at least I thought at the worst case, like it was going to be a heartbreak. Like I was going to get hog pression because because we had a chance at the. You know what I mean? Like mm. damn, we just would have done this right. We just you know this. And I don't know. Like I would say sometimes you say, "What's what's worse, getting the very close loss or getting your butt whipped?" And man, 
At least, at least I would have pride in the way we would have played with that. But this one just makes me think: How are we going to come out this weekend? But, yeah, you hope we win this game. You hope we that. go in the Ole Miss and we win the Ole Miss game. But at the same time, you know, Ole Miss went and played Alabama. And they got their, you know, and this is, I mean, I don't know. I shouldn't even, it shouldn't even bother me, I don't guess. But it does. Because they got their trash points in the fourth quarter. They do. And in the fourth quarter, we, we had the opportunity to get our trash points. Not only did we drop the ball in the end zone on a pass, we also just gave up after that play as yeah, a coaching staff. Just gave up. What do you show? Don't have any what are you kind of teaching those players, man? Just giving up like that. Go for it. What the hell? What do we got to lose? Well, they gonna pick the ball and run it back for a touchdown. Good for them. Whatever. If they if they top it off like that, if that's how if that's how they beat us undefeated, I can take it better. I can take it better <laughs> if we went back out. We went for another pass play, threw it in the end zone. Georgia player picked it off, ran it all the way back for another touchdown, ran the score up higher and beat us, whatever it was, to zero. At least at that point, I would have said, well, at least we went for a touchdown and tried to score, right? Like, at least we gave it it our all. I don't know. Maybe that's just the difference of opinion or whatever, but I I just want to see more fight. I want to see more fight in the coaches. I felt like the coaches didn't have a final whistle, man. Yeah. Yeah. Until the final whistle. I didn't understand that because we were, we were, you know, we were running on them, man. I mean, uh-huh. we, were, we, were, we were moving the ball, like, okay. And that's the thing, too. It's like, Green was okay. And then we started getting moving, moving the ball in their territory. Hey, we still got some time. We got our timeouts. Mm-hmm. Like, then we had another, like, big run. It's like, not even, like, don't even call timeout. Even, hell, I'd take another attempt at the field goal. Just something like, dude, you're moving them. You got the second, you got their. Their backups and they finally put them in. Take advantage, get momentum for the next game. Ole Miss sure did that. And look, Alabama has been known to they'll do that. They'll kind of mm-hmm. they'll kind of let up off the after that because they it was thirty five nothing. But give Ole Miss credit, they didn't. Kiffin didn't stop calling plays. Mm-hmm. He didn't just say, okay, let's just run it up the middle. Let's just run the clock out and get out of here. He's like, well, put up some points, man. Yeah. And guess what? That's what I I'd stop watched another game after it was thirty five nothing and. Like, I mean, that's respectable. And I think mm-hmm. 42 21, even if it's just optics, because watching college football the rest of the day, kept seeing over and over on these reports, not like in game reports. Wow, Georgia took, kept showing 37 to nothing. It's like, mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to enjoy the rest of college, but they kept showing it because it was such a big game. And at least Alabama and Ole Miss, at least for the 21 points, it was like, well, you know. I mean, 37 to 7 high. is better than 37 to nothing. Like, yeah. A shutout is what we always talk about. Shutout against these dude. teams. Like I want to, well, I want to pitch a shutout. When's the last time? When's the last time? When's the last time we were shut out? I don't know. Maybe it wasn't that long ago. We had some horrible coaches. Good lord. Good That's lord. A we good had question. some bad coaches, good. man. Did Morris get shut out? I'm wouldn't honest. that be a damn shame if you did worse than Morris, even in one game, even in a singular game? I, could, I don't believe I, like, he had to have gotten shut out. I don't believe Sam Pittman. Did no Didn't he take two? Oh. All right. Let's see. Let's see last year if we got shut out any. Didn't we Missouri, right? 
Why can Can you just help me out here? As long as there are no better stats for these things. Stupid ads on websites. I don't know, man. I'm I'm oh. upset, man. I'm upset. I am too. I'm just... still upset. And it's almost time for another game. And I'm... Woo! Like, I was I'm like, mad. I was... I'm mad at you. I'm mad at you. Pittman? Yeah. I'm pissed off, Pittman. I'm pissed off, man. Y'all can do better than that, man. That's why I'm mad. Uh. That's why I'm mad at you, Pittman. I ain't mad at you because I don't like you. I ain't mad at you because I don't believe in you. I'm mad at you because I know you can do better than that. Yeah, you're a better coach. Your staff is better, and we have better players. That, and you know it too. So I think we could both sit down and drink a beer and agree on the on this. Now I'm sure he'd say, "Yeah, I could probably need to stop saying." I don't know. Uh, just, just BS. Just BS. And be like, we'll get it corrected. We're gonna look. We got to look at some things. Look at again. Whatever. Yeah, just something. Yeah, you're right. 2018 Morris got shut out against Missouri. Good lord, uh, that's gross. Last game of that year. Oh, I mean, was, at least it wasn't Missouri. Was at least it wasn't Missouri that did yeah. it. You know, at least it was Georgia. But golly, good lord, this this wow. shutout crap's got to stop, man. I hope we don't ever get shut out again in our Razorback football time. Hey, hey, listen to this. If we win this game, Tim, we'll be 5-1. and one, And last time we were 5-1 and one is in 2011 when I was with the Razorbacks. So, yeah, no, that was a damn a, good That was a damn good year, man. That was a good time. I'm okay with trying to wash this away. <sighs> anyway, that's the game, man. That's it. Yeah. I think I ain't going over any more than that. I'm not going over. Nope. I'm not getting into I'm this damn out thing. It. This is gross. Clicking this is out. Gross, and I wish I didn't even have to talk about it. Well, we did, and we talked about it. And we're still we on a hell of a track too this year. Yeah. You know, uh, here's the, we can go five and we're right thirteenth. It's just and one loss, right and it was one of the best teams in the nation. Like that, <laughs> wasn't even that well, bad of a loss. It's just how just put up a little bit. Just hey, look, probably not gonna win it. So just when we play Bama, just go in there, balls to the wall. You know, let's see some double reverse passes. You know, let's see Statue of Liberty. Go back and watch some old Houston Nut film. All right, and run some of them plays. Let's get us a. Little bitty guy having fucking kneel sideways behind the <laughs> center, and we'll just snap the ball right to him, let him take off. You know those sorts of things, man. We hadn't seen anything like that. Who was that? Was that fish? No. Who was that that did that? Somebody else. Uh, man, it was. They were good too. Yeah. I went to that game, man. At did Auburn, you? number two Auburn. That was a big crowd. You Loud saw that? Crowd. That would have been awesome. I did, man. Freshman year of college, man. That's good. I'm saying, though, that's what I want. I want some sneaky stuff, man. Yeah, that play was called Woody, I think, or something. That's how we had to beat him, man. I mean, you also had to have McFadden and stuff, but... 
<laughs> but we whipped her. I mean, it wasn't just like, hey, he kept us. Like, we whipped him that game. Like, we took it to him. Twenty seven. It was like twenty seven three or six or whatever. And it was. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, I don't feel as confident to go into. I mean, Georgia was number two, same ranking. So why do we keep talking about this? I can't help it because it's just, just hurt. But we got a chance to be five and one. We can beat all. It's all freaking miss. Well, three mascots. Here's the thing, man. Is right now, are there Arkansas or Ole Miss are the real deal? And either Arkansas or Ole Miss are number two in the East. And we're going to find out who that is when we play this game. Um, like, can we beat Ole Miss? Hell yeah, we can beat Ole Miss. If we can beat Texas, we can beat Texas A&M, we can damn sure beat Ole Miss. Do we historically beat Ole Miss? Yes, we do. Are we probably going to win this game? Absolutely. But could they win with a, you know, coach like Kiffin and this fancy quarterback they got out there, Matt Corral, deserves, you know, all the all the kudos. Going to Oxford Stadium, having another one of these eleven o'clock games we wasn't prepared for. <laughs> it's a big time game on ESPN with a rocking crowd and a rocking stadium. Am I giving this crowd in this stadium more credit than I'm giving Georgia? Yes, I am. Absolutely. Um, because their crowd's going to be in it. We know that. Like that's an old Miss thing. That's just that's just you just know that it's like Texas A&M. You know, they're all brainwashed and they wear suits and stuff and they do their weird hotty toddy. I mean, it's the same thing. Like you want to say that A&M's a cult. You gotta recognize that Ole Miss is cult too. Man. I always thought it was weird too in the Grove, like all that the straw that's laid down in the Grove, like somebody could just. And I'm not, I'm not gonna do it, man, because I respect how <laughs> good and having a good time. <laughs> but somebody could just light one match, and that whole place just go. You know, remember that old boy. Remember that old boy poisoned the tree up at Auburn. Yeah. Good Lord, people do mean stuff. They do. I'm not going to do it. I respect Ole Miss, man. I've been to a couple. I've had one good experience down there and one bad experience. I hope it doesn't happen. They don't point back to the podcast and be like, well, you were at this game and you were talking about this. You cut it out. Five years ago. Like, fire. Oh, man, it's live. This is live on air. Can't cut anything out. I'm not going to do it, though. Like, I really don't want to do it. Like, I was, you know. But I'm just saying somebody could do it. And it's just kind of weird to me. I mean, I guess. I get you. Why would I even say that? Why would I even say that? I This this podcast took a turn, man. I'm upset. I just Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Thank you. Thank you. If nobody burns down the grove. <laughs> In a horrible fire where people are like running and flailing, you know, and the flames are just getting bigger and bigger. Khakis, khakis, and Arched khakis cheap polyester and suits just clinging <laughs> to their body, making the burn much worse than if it was just a wool <laughs> suit. 
singed ties everywhere. Oh my god. If that doesn't happen, can we beat them? Are we still figuring out the crowd noise now? I mean, that's what our coach said. We heard it earlier today. But they're still working on figuring that out. So the question is, can we overcome all that win this game? Or are they going to use all that and beat us, right? Maybe we're not. Maybe we can't play away games. And if we go back through the schedule and we look at our games, we say, okay, you know, we can't play away games. Like, what do we got left? Right? If we win all of our home games, what do we got left? Yeah. So we beat Auburn, Mississippi State, UAPB, and Mizzou. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would be a good se- That would be a good season, but... I mean, hell, man. I'm not even feeling as good as I did about um, A&M. Mississippi State goes down to College Station and puts it on A&M. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They're going to be coming in here ready after we had embarrassed them last year. That would be an eight-win I mean? eight season. Yeah. That would be good. And that's <laughs> what we predicted at the beginning of the year. Yeah. Eight, nine. I think we predicted nine wins, I think, is what we, what we went with. Yeah. So, I mean, if they're – if they get an eight-win season, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. But golly, man, does it not feel like we're further along? And it probably shouldn't. It probably shouldn't feel like it's further that we're further along. We probably shouldn't feel that good. But it's just as hard as the schedule is, and the teams that we're beating, like it just feels like it's a special year for us. You know, it just feels like we're a lot better than we think we are or or you know at least that's how i feel that's how, i don't know yeah. if we can win some of these if we can win you know a couple of these away games right it just just pick up you know old miss and auburn and or old miss and lsu like if we could do that man just two more even i mean 10 wins what a year. That's a special year, man. That's a special year. What a year. We're halfway through game. the year in this game. And the question is, can we beat Ole Miss? And I think it comes down to, like, who has the better coaches? They got Matt Corral. And they got – he. I guess he's a Heisman winning quarterback. And we made him look foolish last year when we played. <laughs> we did. And – he looked flustered and confused and, and didn't know what he was doing. His throws were horrible and they were, they were off. And he said he had a bad game. So are we going to be getting a different Matt Corral? 100% like not having a bad game this game, right? Did, was it a bad game? Because our defense made him have a bad game. Now we're going to come at them with something this year and make him have a bad game. And I know Pittman said... In his in his conference, that one of the things that they're going to be doing is they're going to be changing the defensive scheme up. So when we go against them, Matt Corral is going to see different things than he saw last year. So they're not prepared what we bring at him defensively. Okay, 
That's interesting to know. And will we be able to confuse him again? You know, was it what we did specifically last year that confused him? And what we do this year is not so confusing. Right? Is that the right move? To even move away from what worked? And do something that you think is going to work? Because you think he studied what didn't work? Does that make sense? Like, why? I don't know. Yeah, no. Trying to take a proactive, proactive approach to to what Ole Miss is getting ready to do. I will say, Saban, Saban called, complimented. He said uh, before last week's game against Ole Miss, they're going to take what Arkansas was going to do. What Arkansas did with that drop eight and umbrella coverage and stuff. Like, shout out Arkansas because with what we did to Corral and like even and then this week, Kiffin said they they uh, took some philosophy or to some of the defensive things from Odom because um, what we did last year. So that defense works. Now, what does he mean? I mean, I'm, I figure we still do the, the just the, the Russian three. You know what I mean? I mean, that, I mean, he couldn't, they couldn't make adjustments last, last year against that defense. There was something else we were doing that other teams couldn't do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know he, I know he's out to prove, but is he going to be forcing it? I don't, he hadn't thrown an interception all season. I think he throws one Saturday. I think we still now he's able to run. They don't they don't design runs for um but he's able to scramble out of the pocket and get out of trouble. Oh, Are yeah. we gonna like you were talking about, uh setting the edge and pushing that pocket back like kind of we saw against A and M that we were able to do. This offensive line's not gonna be as good as Georgia. Yeah, you got the edge. Push his pocket back and force him into trouble again. Mm-hmm. This has gotta be a bounce back game. And going kind of back to uh, it's a little different that we're just talking about the defense, but I did want to say, uh, man, is this such a big game? This is a big game. It's a big game for. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a big game. I'll, for, I'll get into that later, but yeah, it's, it's a uh, what, big what do you game for Ole Miss, and it's a big game for us. Listen, yeah. Arkansas is ranked thirteenth in the nation. Ole Miss seventeenth in the nation, and the books are giving Ole Miss the advantage, which is just disrespectful. That's just disrespectful. Oh, I don't like that. I think Vegas gives like three points for home advantages or something like that, so they still say in a neutral field, you know what I mean, they would favor Ole Miss in this game. So people are thinking, even though we're ranked higher, like the media, that poll, even the coach poll were ranked higher. But for some reason, it still feels like people have given, been given Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. It just feels like they're because thinking I, Ole Miss because is they got team. a Because they got a Heisman Brown. quarterback, right? Well, why the hell are they ranked above us? They only got one loss. We only got one loss. Maybe it should be flipped. But, you know, the polls, the polls feel like, you know, we've played a harder schedule. We've beat better teams and uh i think that's true i think we have played a harder schedule i think we have beat you know better teams than old miss so i don't know that's 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 such a big game i know like for both of us but it really does mean like this could be the difference between if we drop two in a row and look i've I've talked enough about Auburn, but they went into Baton Rouge the other Saturday night, and I thought I thought LSU. I was like, oh yeah, LSU's going to smoke them pretty good. Auburn struggled with Georgia State. 
Mm-hmm. And Auburn's looking better than than I thought. I'll give them credit. So so we can't if we drop this one two in a row, we're four and two, and then Auburn comes to town. Like we gotta we gotta turn this thing around. This this is such a big game. I know mm-hmm. I've said that three or four straight times, but so all right. So Ole Miss beat Louisville. 43-24. They beat Austin Pay 54-17. Beat Tulane 61-21. And then lost to Alabama 42-21. And I'm, I'm going to say this. Kiffin didn't know that he had another question after he, you know, after he said, grab your popcorn, threw his headset at that poor <laughs> lady as hard as he could. <laughs> That's what he says. He knows right. damn good and well what he did. And it didn't work out, and he got his ass beat. And that's probably why he got your ass beat so bad, showing off out there in front of your old coach like this. Golly. And now we got to play him. And the question is, can they beat us? At this point, because you look at our schedule, and who've we played? Yeah, we've played the number fifteenth team in the nation, and beat them. You know, played a top ten team and beat them, being ranked in the top ten. Can you beat us? That's the real question. Are you as good as us? You supposedly have a Heisman quarterback, and yeah, he's put up a lot of numbers. 43, 54, 51. He's put some numbers up, right? But who's he put them up against? He hadn't really put them up against anybody, right? I mean, he got some some points against Alabama, and that's where it scares me. That's where it scares me. You know, you get those fourth-quarter trash points against Alabama, but we can't get them against Georgia. And Georgia ain't as good as Alabama because Alabama beats Georgia on a regular basis. We all know this. And it's like, wow, all right, well, are they better than us because they're able to score those points on an Alabama when we couldn't score on a Georgia? And that's like literally where my mind is right now. <laughs> right it's, now. It's, uh, makes a difference, man. Like, but I have said, well, I have, I'd say I've seen that in Alabama giving stuff, but they don't do that to us. Like when we have bad teams, man. I mean, I know I'm not saying bad team. They don't do that to us. When we have some, of but I have seen they do that. They'll give up some points when they're up so big. But that's 21 points. That's not just seven or 14. So they're not, and two with Lane Kiffin. And this is frustrating. I get why he does it. It's because he goes for fourth down. All I mean, they're really like got some really uh, high percentage of converting fourth downs. And that's mm-hmm. frustrating. Giving four downs for a, I hope he messed. He did that against Alabama in their own. Uh, I think when they were down twenty-one nothing or twenty-eight, some at some point like that, he went for it in their own territory and they blew it. And then and all, and Alabama scores again. Can we take advantage? Can we stop them? Well, not just three and outs. Can they go four and out? They screw up and we take advantage of that. Mm-hmm. And I think Ole Miss is supposed to have a better defense. Okay, we've got some big, you know, Pittman's complimenting these guys. He's got, you know, we got some guys off the transfer portal. First off. They have two, apparently. Yeah, I I mean, I guess they're supposed to have a better defense, but their defense sucks, dude. Their defense sucks. Let's be honest, it sucks. It's not that good. 
It's not that good, man. I don't give. I don't care who they got off the transfer protocol. <laughs> Did they get eleven guys off the transfer protocol? Because they were just nah, horrible. Too, they were trash. Yeah. Last year and the year before, like horrible, terrible, worst defenses ever. I don't think they're changed, and I don't think Kiffin cares about defense that much. If I'm being honest. He doesn't. Hey, he'll just go in and out, score you. Yeah. I think it's kind oh, of his mentality. Just, yeah, I think we're able. I think we're going to be able to really run. I think Traylon Smith has a bounce back game. I think Rocket Sanders has a big game. AJ Green. I think KJ's able to run on him. I think this. I think it's a big game where we. I think we rush for three hundred yards. There, I'm going to say it. I think Hopefully. we run all over Hopefully. them. Hopefully, hopefully our wide receiver screens work, so we'll throw something else. Because if if we throw a wide receiver screen and it doesn't work, we're going to damn just keep throwing them the whole game. Try and figure out why it doesn't work. (sighs) Sorry. No, you're right, man. And it's obvious to see, like, again, I don't care. Well, try something. Do something else. I hope we Thanks do. I hope man. we do. I hope we do have a, a running situation where we where we blow it up and 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 our running backs look great. You know, I, I hope we see J.K. get out, K.J. get out there and 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 get down the field and and make some stuff happen with his legs. Yeah, you know, I like to see us throw it around a little bit. I mean, honestly, when you look at their defense, at least for me. I mean, I'm looking at your defensive line, and I'm thinking, okay, well, let's 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 put the ball in there, you know, because their defensive backs are like, you know, their defensive backs. I feel like that's where their their issues are, right? I feel like they don't have the talent at defensive back as they do at defensive line. Yeah, I I, I agree with you. I mean, they're all seniors. I mean, everybody they got on their defense is seniors, all the way up and down. So it's not like it's a young defense. They're just they just hadn't been good for the rest of their career. So why all of a sudden are they gonna? <laughs> maybe they. Yeah, got it's not exactly. Yeah, just because they've got some more experience doesn't mean, but they do have some. They do have an experienced defense. They do. Like everybody's seniors, everybody's been there for a long time. They got a, a very experienced defense, but at the same time, it's been a historically bad defense during this period of these players. And I hate to say that for the kids, you know. I hate to hate to say that. I'm just going by numbers and you know things like that. But it's true. Look, I'm gonna say it, man. Um. Uh, Ole Miss defensive coordinator, DJ Durkin, killed a player while he was a head coach of Maryland. Good Lord. Yep. That's why he's fired, man. Administrative lead for um, not paying attention to what his players were going through. One passed away from heat stroke exhaustion. Good. A lot of allegations against. Totally preventable, too. Heat stroke. Yeah, it was kind of like, it was kind of an ongoing thing. Like, yeah, man, he never, he kind of, um, toxic culture and stuff. And they didn't fire him because he was innocent. So that's who their defensive coordinator is. 
hate to break kind of down, man. I'm just if anybody needs any more rooting interest for Arkansas. Yeah, wild. there you go. What an asshole. So. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I just feel like I just took it. Just no, to... no. I'm glad you. I'm glad you said it. It needed to be said. It needs to be out there. You know, you, kids shouldn't be dying a heat stroke. And I don't know why you're still coaching. Just, I don't know why you're still they're... coaching if somebody dies a heat stroke. Hell, yeah. just those basic heat stroke classes you take teach you how not to kill a kid from heat stroke. It's totally freaking preventable. All you got to do is make sure they have plenty of water. And in college, with athletic trainers and everything, yeah. you almost have to try. Yeah, that's one of those where he's he's probably, you know, like players obviously probably feeling feeling those effects come on. He's like, nope, you know, I mean, we're tough. We're uh, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So. Just, if anybody needs any more rooting interest and just um, reason to run for 500 yards against that's a, that's the reason why. Yeah. So I don't know. That's what I think. I think we try, I think you should try to put it in the air against this team. You think you should run the ball against this team. Two totally different. I'm just saying I think we can, but I, I think we do. I, I'd like Yeah, Every time yeah. I say we need to put it in the air, we just run it all over these teams too. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe right. All right, all right. So for their offense, you got Corral, you got Sanders, you know, you got Drummond, you got some really good wide receivers, Jackson, uh, Brown. You got some really good wide receivers that can really make some things happen, and you know you have to take the pass away from them. So. You know, what do you do? Like you said, you seal the edge, you push the pocket back, you try to attack the QB, make him uncomfortable, keep him from running, get as many sacks, as hurries as you can. Um, saying that means that you're not going to be focused on the run game. You know, you're, you're not, you don't, you're not worried about early and, and Parrish and Connor. You're, you're not, you don't think they pose a threat, you know, uh, Bullock, all those guys. I mean, they got, the top running game in the SEC, yeah. and that—that's what bothers me. Is last year they had the top running mm-hmm. game in the SEC. This year they're probably going to have the top run game in the SEC too. So you got to stop that run. Is that three-man front enough to stop them dropping all those guys back? Do we need to go with a four-man front? And is that what we're going to do? That's different. Is that what we're going to show Corral? That's different. Maybe I don't know. To me, my focus would be stopping the run. And then attack and corral if you get the opportunity. But really yeah, more of a focus on stopping the run instead of like, you know, blitzing and, and twist and stunts and things like that. Like let's try to stop the run and then let's take advantage of the throws that are made. Maybe get some picks, stuff like that. Um you know, play play a really good man on the wide receivers because while their wide receivers are good, we could definitely man up on these guys and and shut them down yeah. with our cornerbacks. I don't know. Yeah. Such a, there's so many different maybe directions that, you can take it. Yeah, maybe the four man rush, man. Just gotta find a way to stop the run, and maybe that way we put some more pressure on. You know what I mean? We're still able to use Morgan and Poole and Henry as the linebackers to. Um, in the passing game, kind of like we were doing, but mm-hmm. I don't know. So I wonder what the difference is. I'm excited to see, 
But this is, they do, they can run the ball. You do think, you, you know, I keep thinking crowd, crowd, crowd. But, man, they do, they're top ten in the nation and run. The run game is what has really been more, I don't know. I mean, they throw the ball, but the run game has really been more damaging than their, their passing game. Then so you, you gotta you gotta take that out and to make him pass it, make Crowell pass it. Let's see, is he a Heisman quarterback? Yeah. Can he sling it? Is he a gunslinger? And if he is, yeah. let's figure that out after we stop the run. Let's figure out how to adjust to those, you know, passing plays. Yeah. I still feel pretty good, you know, and maybe some of those rushing yards is extra. All those come in. You know, blowouts against Tulane and Austin P and Louisville. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they, you expect you expect those scores, those wins. Like you should yes, have. Maybe they run the clock out against them. You know what I mean? I, you know, I didn't. And they move uh, fast. They have a fast offense. So hurry up against hurry up. We're gonna see that. You know, whether it's hurry up and punt or hurry up offense. That's what we're both <laughs> going to be running. So it's going to be a fast game. Uh, don't blink. Game will be over. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of possessions. I mean, it's going to be a lot of possessions this game. Yeah, I don't know, man. We got Bumper Pool, man. He's done so good this year. Leading the team in tackles. Golly. Congrats to him, man. 49 tackles. Believe that. Yeah, he's been really good. The, whole, the linebackers have really played well all year. Yeah, absolutely. Man. Burks had a good year. Of course, we know Traylon's had a good year. KJ's looking good. I don't know. I think I think where people overlook us is with Green and Rocket, you know. I think we underutilize them, too, to a certain degree. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah. Sure wouldn't mind seeing some gadget plays with them in mind, right? Wouldn't that be I need cool? to use them more, man. Like, I mean, Rocket had the best damn play on offense against Georgia. Like, he ran over a guy, made the guy miss, like, and that was that's all they went to him. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. use that. Look, he's feeling it, man. <sighs> he's a skilled player. It's all right. Like, don't be scared. Don't don't be beholden to, to seniors and juniors. Like, Man, if these guys are so what they're freshmen, man, they've proved they can play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, come up with plays for them. Like, that's why the snaps are so big, man. Like you've got time and energy, you're getting paid for this big time. Oh yeah, that's their whole team, though. I mean, their specialist special teams are pretty good, I guess. I mean, so I don't know. The thing is, like, can we can we beat these guys? Can we can we beat a team that's run the score up on everybody? Even scored against Alabama. Can we beat? Can we go to their house? Can we handle the early game? Which I've never heard. I mean, that's a new excuse that Pittman made that I don't think I've ever heard before. Is that it was it was an early game that we wasn't prepared I, for. I mean, I maybe he was heard, talking like, about the size of it. I don't know. But I always thought that, night games was what you... I don't want to go to LSU at, uh, you know, 6 yeah, p.m. kickoff. That's what I, yeah, I don't want to do I'm that. Go to Tuscaloosa at 11 a.m. Like, I thought, like, 11 a.m. is like, that's what... 
That's what I was told a couple weeks ago. I was like, I was like, oh, man, 11 a.m.? Maybe George is like, like just a bunch of drunks or something. Man, Maybe stayed they're... up all night, man. Woo. I don't know, but it sure worked out for them. Good Lord. Anyway, so that that's the whole thing. Can we can we be prepared for that? We're still looking into it. We're still trying to figure out what to do. Saying that, I mean, that was yesterday when he said that. Like, so yesterday he's saying he's still trying to figure out how to handle the big games going into a huge game. That's not. I I don't not. I do not feel good about Pittman saying that at all. Worries me. What are you doing? Busting over there, leaving leaving Fayetteville at six a.m. Saturday. It's time to get ready. Good lord. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have anything else to say about this team, man. <laughs> I don't either, man. I, I still don't, think I'm going to say this. I'll say this. Let's say we always talk about the size differences and stuff like that. So. I'm gonna go ahead and say this: They are under. They are a small offensive line. We should be able to attack that offensive line because they're not a huge offensive line. And then their defensive line is kind of on the bigger side, so we might have a little bit more to deal with than we've than we've had to deal with dealing with their defensive line. Uh, but that's like when you look at their side, the size differentials and the linemen. You know that's the big thing, and then the other thing is that we we are just massively taller than them, you know at cornerback, and we should be able to take advantage of that height, throw the ball up, go up in there, get it. You know, hate to say that sometimes say it, and it just doesn't happen. But that's just you know, that's just how it is. And they are kind of undersized uh, at you know looking at you know six foot tall and and and. Uh, six one six foot wide receivers not they're not they don't have the tallest wide receivers so they're not the top team that can just throw the ball up and go up in the air and get it right or where we are where we do have those tall you know receivers so you kind of do see a difference in balance there like looking at those things you know we do kind of have the advantage on them yeah also their defensive end sam williams five sacks this year number three nationally in sacks per game Preseason all SEC, but the other guys don't really scare me on their um, defensive line. They lost Jonathan Mingo. Um, I think he's still out for this game, but he's their leading receiver. So if he's out, that's big. Um, they've got Braylon Sanders and Drummond, but I don't know. A couple seniors, but nothing just just crazy. I think Mingo was their uh, probably the best known receiver, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. These running backs average over six yards carry. That's pretty good. But again, they haven't played anybody besides Bama, and I guess they did put up 21 points, but they couldn't run the ball against Bama. So when they kind of ran up against a good defense, I feel pretty good about it, man. I mean, it's going to be a dogfight. It's going to be a close game. It's a, such a big game. Like it's, it's We're going to be able to talk about it. I know it's kind of easy to say, well, because I don't know what's going to happen, man. I think it's going to be a lot easier to say what's going on after the game. Because after this last week, disappointing efforts by both teams got so fired up for Georgia and Bama games. How mm. both these teams are going to react. Mm-hmm. You know, and you break it down and you start looking at it statistically, you know, you know they got a little advantage on us. You know, it's going 44.8. 
uh, points per game. We're, you know, scoring 28.6. So, I mean, it's, you know, you know, defense so far, you know, I don't know, man. They got a little advantage on us. Just about every, just about every category. Honestly. I mean, not much in, I mean, I guess, all right, Russian, they got, you know, 20 points or 20 yards on us, Russian offense, right? Like they don't, it's 243 to 224. So it's not like crazy, like Russian offense, right? Uh, defense, 151-150, almost like identical, right? Our defenses match up very well, very well. Uh, our pass defense is honestly a lot better than their pass defense. Um, they give up a lot more yards than we do. So, you know, that 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 is good because, you know, we, you know you got that, you got that differ, differentiation there and you're able to attack them. So, I don't know. I don't know. When you look, I think offensively they kind of got us. Defensively, we kind of got them. And what does that chess match look like, right? Our defense going up against their offense. Can we hold? And can we score enough to win? I guess that's always the question. Yeah, we've got to. I, like, I, I can't expect six interceptions again. And they fumbled They fumbled near the goal line last year. They left some points out on the board. They were going for it instead of kicking field goals last year. We needed a late pick six from Grant Morgan. Uh, it was a close game last year with those mm-hmm. seven turnovers. Mm-hmm. So, like, and this is at Oxford. So I kind of, you know what I mean? Um, Ole Miss has the 7-6 advantage all time in Oxford. So we've done pretty good. Like, for being the way team, you know, we're, we're, we're just 6-7 and seven against them in Oxford. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Not as good in Fayetteville. We're 12-2 and two all time in Fayetteville against Ole Miss, but... We played pretty good down in Oxford. We played really good against all the series. These are back and forth games. Last five games last year, we beat them 33-21. Year before that, they beat us 31-17. Year before that, they beat us with Morris. Okay, they went 2-0 against Morris. You can't count Here, Morris. Beal was, was um, last year. He sucked we, so bad, too. We, we, beat him. Well, we beat him three straight times. He was still uh, terrible. That's that says Dude. something about how bad they are that Balaam would beat them yeah. three straight times. Yeah, he he dominated them. He did blow that big lead against him his first year, but that was a long time. <laughs> but and there was that weird like fumble flip back touchdown thing. Oh, yeah. Fourth and twenty five. <laughs> Golly, <sighs> this is the this is the. Sixth game of the year. We're halfway there, man. Right in the middle of the... Right in the middle. Uh, we got a few more to go, and that's it, man. I mean, we're almost done with football season. We're halfway there. Jesus. Halfway there. So, if we're going to oh be playing post-game and we want to see a, a good post-game, we got to... I don't... I mean, not really. We don't really have to win, but you kind of want to win this. You know, I don't know. I think, I think you win this. You beat Auburn. You beat... UAPB, Mississippi State, LSU. I mean, who else is going to beat you? You beat Ole Miss, right? I don't. I don't see. I don't see Auburn beating it. I see, if I I was saying Ole Miss probably go beat Auburn. I think Ole Miss could beat 
Mississippi State and LSU. I, I don't I think you beat Ole Miss. I don't see those those teams beating us. I think the next game you got is against Alabama. And then, you know I don't know. I guess I'm discounting these other teams, but uh, they're just not. Well, that, I mean, I don't uh, think I don't think you're even discounting the pirate ain't doing. He ain't making it. Happen. No, he ain't gonna beat it. I think we go undefeated. I think we've got a real good shot to do that. I think it's just whatever the, what's in hold for these. You're you know Pittman I mean? talking. He's he basically said, "Look, all we got to do is hey. not lose another game." And we can play Georgia again in the <laughs> championship. I, do, I, do I hope he is going for that. I hope he's yeah. pissed off, man. He's like, we got to play Georgia in the championship. And then we're going to win every single game. Yeah, Golly. Wouldn't that be awesome? He wants a rematch with <laughs> with Georgia. I like that, man. I'd love one. Just get down to Alabama, just beat the tar out of him. How nervous would Georgia be? Good Lord. They would choke. They would choke. We couldn't have any injuries, dude. Like, <laughs> not at quarterback. Like, we, we cannot have an injured quarterback to do this. <laughs> For this scenario to work, I'm sorry, but Malik no, is KJ's not. Malik is, I mean, I, I'm hoping somebody doesn't transfer in or something. I hope he gets some time to play. I will say we came out of that. I did say after the game, I was like, after that Georgia, like we came, we came out of there injury free. So that was, <laughs> we're coming in this game really healthy. Hopefully KJ, you know, he was a little banged up. Not sure he was hundred percent. Not sure that even would have made a difference um, against Georgia, but he should be, you know, closer to hundred percent or a hundred percent. I want to see him get turned loose against Ole Miss's defense. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's another thing Pittman said he wasn't sure about. He didn't know how injured KJ was for the Georgia game or whether he was 100%. And I thought that was just the weirdest thing to hear because I know the athletic trainers at the University of Arkansas are absolutely telling the head coach, like, this is exactly where he is at (laughs) and what his status is and how he's going into this game. Pittman doesn't ever say anything about injuries. I don't know. I'll tell you off. It's like, you don't know anything. You just say, I don't, or does he just say, I don't want to know? No, he's like, got to be just he's doing always that. saying he don't so, know about injury. Well, he's, he's got to be doing though. that so that, like, he's just like, I'm trying to not let people know who's going to be, yeah, who's I 100%. I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> Here's the thing, I, man. I mean, tell the truth, man. Can we beat Ole Miss with all these with all, with everything? And it's funny how the how the Georgia podcast was. Here's the ways we could possibly beat Georgia in the Ole Miss podcast. Is here's all the ways Ole Miss could beat us. Like, are they going to win? Right? Are are we going to beat them? Or are they going to beat us? I think whoever wins this is looking good, man. If we win it, uh, we have opportunity to be undefeated when we play. Or, be one lost team when we play Alabama. So think about that. Only losses to Georgia. Now that being Add said, Georgia. man, who knows if you we know. can win this one? Are we ready for the crowd? I'm sure ready for them. Will they even be an issue? Will they even be an issue? 
Will they make the game? You know, supposedly they have the best party, you know what I mean? Are they even going to get out of the grove by the by the game? Georgia did. Good lord. I guess we should guess on a score for this thing. Okay, I got mine whenever you're ready for your... Yeah, I'll say, uh... Thirty-seven, seventeen, Arkansas. I like it. Okay, I'm gonna go forty-one, twenty-seven, Arkansas. Mm. <laughs> ah man, that's a crazy. You got it score. coming, Ole Miss. That's a crazy score. You got it coming. Here's what, here's, what, here's what I think. Here's what I think. That's what I think we're going to do. I think we're going to be able to contain Matt Crowell. I think we're going to keep him from running around. I think our three-man front is going to work well against this team. It's going to be the, it's going to be the type of offense that that defense is actually set up to play against. So I think it's going to work really well against them. I think they're going to run the ball on us quite a bit, but I think we're also going to stop them one, two-yard line. I don't think we'll get – a lot of stuffs in the backfield like we think we will, but I think we're going to keep them in a short yardage situations. And then, uh, you know, hopefully they'll get some penalties, things like that, which will back them up a little bit. We'll be able to take advantage of them defensively just through with good, good, solid play, stopping the run and then making Matt Corral throw the ball and then playing off the mistakes he makes when he throws, if he does make mistakes. And then uh, I think offensively, I think you put it in the air against this team. I think you you want to you want to get the ball in the air a little bit. You want to get it downfield. You want to see some big plays from KJ. But then at the same time, you also want to run the ball quite a bit uh, and, and be balanced. But I think you want to establish the throwing threat quickly because <clears throat> that Georgia game has them thinking like. You know, can, can they do it, right? Can we still, do we still have the ability to, to put the ball in the air and go downfield with it? And I think you want to nip that in the bud quickly, back them up, and then run the ball off of that. Um, so, I don't know. That's that's how I think we'll attack them. I, that's the reason I think we'll win. I think we'll just be more successful than they will at those things. I don't think they have a bad team. I really don't. Um, I think there's an opportunity that they could beat us in this game. Um, and I think a lot of this game might be just who wants it more. And uh, we've lost a lot of football games. And we got embarrassed bad. And we got embarrassed a little bit worse than they did. And that might mean that we want it just a little bit more than they do. And that's that's yeah. why I made my pick what I made. Yeah, they're they're probably still feeling pretty good about themselves. I think that's what I'm thinking. Forty-one points. Um, I just think I just don't think Ole Miss can be able to stop us. Mm-mm. I think we're gonna we're gonna show some different things this week. I think KJ Jefferson going back home to the state of Mississippi. I think he has a really good game. I think I think we're I don't know. I, I think we're able to run the ball, pass the ball. I think Little gets back on it. That's why I got 41. I got him kicking a couple field goals. I think Corral throws his first interception of the year. I think we've put some pressure on him. I say, you know, I predicted 27 points. I think they're going to put up a little bit, but that's just, 
you know, you get into that type of game with Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. I think our, I think we're better than them. I think we're a better team. I think they're still Ole Miss. You know, I, I like Kiffin. You know, I think he's a good coach. I think, um, you know, he's probably going to jump ship to another school after this year. Who knows? Um, so, and I'll be glad. I'll be glad if he gets out of the SEC so when I play him every year. But I think we take it to him. I think Pittman shows a new boss. I think we get back on track. And like Pittman said, we we were a lot of times, and we didn't have we didn't let a loss last year um, bother us. Like I, I I think he gets him back up. I think I think he I'm gonna take his I'm gonna take him for his word. Mm-hmm. George ain't gonna make him lose twice. I think I think we're gonna take it. Um, I, feel, I feel pretty strongly about that. I just think we're a better team, Oxford or not. I think we're going to go down and beat Ole Miss. I agree. I agree. I think I think we can. I think there's a lot of reasons that this might not go our way, but at the same time, I think we're a lot better team than a lot of people give us credit for. So, so too. What a crazy podcast this has been. <laughs> it has been crazy, man. Well, all right. What what we got next? Hockey. Arkansas uh, won the series. Beat UNT also. So yeah, nice a couple game. games down there. Mm-hmm. Away from home, we'll come back and play Iowa State. This that'd be good to get back home and win a couple games. Keep the season rolling. Mm-hmm. So if you're in Springdale, you know, go watch them. Like we said, you know, they might not lose another game after losing to that D1 school, you know. So, uh, we win this series. I mean, good Lord, what, that's almost, we're almost, you're almost halfway there, you know, so. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. We got some big games coming up. I know Missouri's Alaska, some home games. So, I want to, I really want to get out. I haven't seen them this year, but I really want to get out there. Yeah, bang on the glass and root on the hockey hogs for the Hog Call podcast. And I will record a little bit something when I do. I know I've been saying that this year, but I really, I've got to go to a game soon. I've been missing it. Oh, absolutely. So, well, let's see. Well, how'd fantasy work out? Let's see. Um, let me get that. Let's let's do the picks first. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, I can find the fantasy. Um. That's all right. No, I do want to say, and I, I'll say this because last week you went eight and seven, and not great, but I went six and just an awful week. Me and you both, Lord. the last, like, I lost my last six that we picked uh, last Saturday, and then you got one game, and then you lost the other five. So we just did terrible. We both thought, you know, Kentucky beat Florida. We both thought Florida was going to win. Sure. We had AM over Mississippi State. We had both had LSU over Auburn. UCLA over Arizona State, and we not, neither of us picked Hawaii to beat Fresno State at Hawaii that late night. <laughs> so you pulled within two of me. So I'm up forty-two. I'm up forty. I'm forty-five and thirty. You're up, or, and you're forty-two and thirty-three. So we got a long Only way. Three to go. more to go. Three more yeah, to catch up. God, Lord, uh, hopefully I catch up this week. Oh yeah, you can do it. I mean, you got pretty much did. Um, Let's start off Stanford at Arizona State. Stanford's coming off that win against Oregon. Arizona State's looking pretty good under Herm Edwards. Who you got? 
I'm going to go with Arizona State on this one. Herm's got them rolling in the right direction. Yeah, I'm going to have to, too, especially especially in um, Tempe there. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go Arizona State as well. Michigan State at Rutgers. Hmm, Michigan State. Yeah, we're definitely going to go with them. Good Lord, they're going to demolish Rutgers. <laughs> That's going to be embarrassing. Um, at... Well, it's not at Oklahoma versus Texas in, in the old Cotton Bowl. Yeah, I'm going to go with Texas on this one. Uh, goodness, goodness, I don't know. I should probably go with Oklahoma. They're undefeated, number 16 in the nation. I'm going to go with Texas. I don't care for Oklahoma. I don't care for Texas, but I'm going to go Texas here. Maybe it's a little bit of me since we beat them, making me feel better. <laughs> About it would feel <laughs> you good. Know, I, it would feel yeah, good. Yeah, we made a good. Yeah. We, we made a good. We made a good Texas team. <clears throat> um, South Carolina at Tennessee. South Carolina, Tennessee. Let's go uh, Tennessee. Okay, I'm gonna go Tennessee down there in Knoxville as well. Um. Virginia at Louisville. Um, Louisville. I'll go Louisville as well. All right, we're not going to come back, Chad, if I keep picking these. That'll be all right. Uh, <laughs> Boise State at BYU. Just go with Boise. Okay. I'll go with BYU. Yeah, because they are the number 10 team. At Ohio. So it does make a lot more sense to go with this. Boise State's got Hank Bachman. Um, What do you think? You going with Ohio here? They're on a roll. Win streak. In conference? Yeah. Go Ohio. I'm going to go Ohio too. Bobcats. I don't. Um, hmm. Georgia at Auburn. Oh, my Lord. Georgia. Going to just tear Auburn to pieces. They might not Uh, even score a point. I hope not. Three SEC shutouts. How many SEC shutouts has a team gotten? Yeah, they've got two in a row, so I hope they get another one. Like, I wonder what the, like, most is. Right. <laughs> I know. Um, go. Uh, well, let me see. Ah, oh, there's crappy games. TCU at Texas Tech. Uh, TCU. And I know we're both picking Iowa over Penn State. I know that's a top mm-hmm. five matchup. We'll both go Iowa there. Um, Wyoming at Air Force. Pretty good Mountain West game. Wyoming at Air Force. Let's go with the Surface Academy on this. Let's go with the Air Force to see. If- yeah. Air Force is pretty good. I'll go Air Force as well. LSU at Kentucky. Um, LSU. Man, at Kentucky, I don't know, man. 
Golly. I'm going to go Kentucky here. I'm sticking with LSU, dude. Okay. Um, Michigan at Nebraska. Michigan. Yeah, Michigan. Yeah, Frost ain't got it going in the right direction. I don't know why. Maybe it's because why is Nebraska only three point under? I'm going Nebraska here. I have no idea why. I just think Harbaugh always loses some. So I'm going to go with Nebraska. So there's you one. Get back in it. Notre Dame at Virginia Tech. No, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Um. I'll go Vitek. Alabama A&M. I don't know why I include these games because they're SEC. Uh, Alabama will uh, shellac A&M. For some of these games like that, Alabama job, I need, really didn't need to do like, the point spread. Like, Do you think they're going to beat the point spread 18 points or not? <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty bad. Yeah, um, that is a bad point spread. Probably not. Uh, does it? And that concludes our pick'em for the week. All right, fantasy. Here we go. Transition. The Hog Call Podcast League. Hog Call. Internet. <laughs> All right, so the standings right now. Number one in the league, and you know he's going to be an asshole about this. The big wiener bandits are sitting at four and one. Good lord. Pit boss, me, three and two, three game win streak. Run like a Razorback, three and two. Team nice. EV Dob, three and two. Maynard, three and two. Nice. Hawk, two and three. Florida Hog, one and four. Hawk, Stradamus, one and four. I will shout out to Team of the Week, Hawk, Stradamus. He heard me talking crap about him last week, and he he uh, turned it around. So he got him a win. Um, he was not happy about um, he was not happy about last or what happened on the podcast last week. Yeah, he was. But sometimes you just gotta stoke a little fire. Obviously, it worked. So you're welcome. I'll take uh, I'll take credit for that. There you go. It's not um, that he won it. It's more that you won it. Through him. Yeah. <laughs> so last week, Pit Boss, I beat Florida Hog 195 7. Big Wiener, <laughs> Bandit, <laughs> Run Like a Razorback 206 to 113. Good lord. Team Hog Call, wow, wow you lost. I just keep losing these like so close games, dude. Every single week, man, <laughs> I lose. And every what single week, it's up? like. And only like a few points or po- like point three seven. That's a that's like a ten yard run. That's like one ten <laughs> catch, just something. A couple yards pat like in the whole team college football day. Every week, dude. Every and week. And Hawks promise beat the defending champions Maynard, hundred thirty six to hundred. Um. So this week, let's look at the schedule here. Kind of see where we're going. Kind of getting down to the nitty gritty. 
So Team EV Dob, three and two matchup versus Pit Boss. So that's gonna be pretty good. Uh, Big Wiener Bandits versus Hawkstramas. Can Hawkstramas? You hear me out there, Hawkstramas? Can you knock off the number one team in the league? Get yourself back in the playoff hunt. Ooh, that'd be uh, cool. FL Hog versus Maynard, and then you got Team Hog Call versus back. Big matchup, two and three versus three and two. Who's gonna win? To uh, kind of get in that playoff hunt. So big week again, fantasy. We're having a good. It's a great league. We're having a big time. That's all I got for fantasy. It's been a blast. I know I've been losing these games so close every single week, man. But it's still been it's still been a amazing fun time. I'm glad I'm glad we did it. It's it's really fun just to interact with the fans and hang out. Yeah, it is. We've heard a lot of, a lot of good feedback on that. Hopefully, we'll expand the league next year a little bit more. Um, but so far, it's been fun weather. Whether people's missed out or not, I know you're tired of hearing about it, but if you um, holler at us, if you want us to make the public, I do need to kind of put the teams out there. See, I've got any rooting, rooting for any teams or anything. Really fun and um, really competitive, too. Like, everybody's paying attention to it, whether they're one and four or four and one. So, there's still, you know, half the team makes the playoffs. So, a long way to go. And, you know, here's the deal. You know, I think that, uh, you know, whoever wins that shirt is going to be sporting a, you know, a nice little uh, nice little product. They're going to be excited about that. If you want your own and you don't want to have to play, that's fine. You just click on the button, man. It's right there in the description or on all the platforms. Just click on the button. Go buy you a 1909. Arkansas Razorback National Championship T-shirt. Yeah, they're sweet, man. Like if you got sixty-four memorabilia, that's cool, man. But nineteen oh nine. Anyway, man, I don't know. I think that's about it. I think you know we always talk about something that's not Razorback related, and oh, man, the thing I got this like is crazy, man. These kids, you know. Ohio, I believe it was, decided to rape a kid. Basically, they took a kid, held him down, and, uh, you know, stuffed something up his butt and uh, sodomized him. And I just got a couple things on this. First off is, like, as football coaches, I think you have to understand that this sport is under attack. There are people that don't want football to happen. They're looking for any excuse to try to cancel it and get rid of it. And you need to understand there's certain things that have happened within football that in the past that shouldn't happen moving forward. right? And one of those things is hazing. Hazing, period, shouldn't happen. And, and coaches should make sure that they make sure that's not happening within their team. And if these kids, if it was a hazing situation, and that's the reason they did that, you know, good Lord. You know, what was that head coach allowing that allowed them to think that would be something that was okay? You know, or maybe the kids are just nuts and just snapped and just, just did it. I mean, who knows? I don't know. But it does make you wonder, like, where were the kids 
in the locker room. Yeah, the coaches in the locker room. Why didn't anybody see this? Why wasn't they better supervised? Like during this situation, you know, you know, stuff. It was able to be. Yeah, this is in the locker. Yeah, sorry, Oh, and it was able to be videotaped and then like sent out. Like you said, it's in the locker room, man. Well, you know this kid's making. You know this kid's making noise like what the you know stop you know things like this Mm -hmm. for this to go on. And um, yeah, where the coach are they turning a blind eye? Are they? Do they think this is funny? Because this is stupid. This is sick and. Um, not cool, and I'm I'm thinking um, I'm thinking an eye for an eye, sodomization for sodomization to these kids. But the, then putting on a video these days and like having that out there and knowing, like even though I mean he's got three people against him, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. holding them down and doing stuff and ridiculous. And again, like you're saying, like a lot of people are looking for excuses to rail against football in general. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is not not what the sport needs. And, mm-hmm. You know, here I know. Um, you know, last year, sometime like Huntsville, Arkansas. Um, you know, about thirty minutes from where I live, and there was some uh, teabagging incident like this, and mm. the, the basketball team mm. just ridiculous. And like, where, what are, what is going on with with these kids, and what what are these parents been teaching these kids to like? How's that funny? Man? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And you gotta like get with you gotta get like as a coach you gotta get with these kids and you gotta like talk to them and like explain and like I think it's okay to like show them these incidents and these newspaper clippings and say look what yeah. these people did this is stupid we don't do that we don't act this way this isn't how you behave as a young man and kind of lead these these kids and teach them how how to be you know. Uh, good good young men and football players and and humble and 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 all these things but especially you know how just to like control yourself and not be you know somebody that's like super angry or 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 raping people or or things like that like you should like that's not sodomizing whatever it's not rape sodomizing but either way it's not teabagging them taking your testicles yeah, I mean it's not, it's not okay. None of that's none of that's okay. And the thing no. about it is, is like, it's got to come from something that the coaches has done. It's got to come from that coach's atmosphere, you know, from from right. whatever oh, yeah. that culture is that coach has put in place. At the very least, he's put in place a culture that didn't explicitly say you shouldn't be, you know, sexually abusing people. Which really is something you should be talking about. I mean, I hate I hate to be like that, yeah. but in high school, I mean, the things that happen to girls and things like that, like you should be talking to these young men, explaining to them like you shouldn't do this. This is not acceptable. We're not going to tolerate it, you know, within our program. Yeah, no means no on anything like that. Like if these okay. kids are feel a certain way about each other, they can if they. If, you know, mm-hmm. about whether their team is that uh, agrees with them, that's fine. Obviously, the um for anybody, and this this just is sick, man. It's uh, but yeah, I think we're showing that the uh, the culture of the the programs that these coaches are leading uh, does does directly affect how these how these players think they can get away with it and how they think, oh, this is the right way and whatever kind of hazing it is. Look, man, I mean, 
the coaches are going to make the like freshman players and sophomore players earn it. They're going to earn their 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 playing time by how they practice. They're going to earn in the off season and practice sweating right along with you. They don't need to earn by that kind of stuff. And it's yeah. just yeah, bad, man. absolutely. So you know, I guess all I got to say there is like I don't know. You gotta the what the the players are ultimately like totally in the wrong. This school they they got their entire football season shut down and that i agree that should happen and all these people were like oh you shouldn't punish all the kids for, for a couple like at this point no just shut it down like that's somebody got sodomized all right it's time just to shut that that season down try again next year and then you know let's find out what these coaches are, are doing let's 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 look into them right are, are they yeah. the right people for the job uh and then you know and then move forward from there. I don't know. You know, I, I, you hate to see it. You hate to see the whole situation uh, even occur. And, and, and it just, like, puts another ding against football. And uh, we just don't need them. We don't need them. We don't need those. We need to be, you know, we need to show people that the, the, the sport of football helps you become a better person. Not, you know, not egg, not increases stupidity. Yeah. No, I agree. Anyway, that that's about all I got, uh, man. What? Yeah, I just want a quick story on with the Urban Meyer thing. What the hell's going on with that guy, man? Oh man! Um, so how he was dancing with the, while he was dancing uh, with the girl? Oh, it's just he had her rubbing up on him and stuff. Strange and, guy, man. It's in his own bar, like in Ohio. He leaves the team, man. Lost that. So he decides to stay in the state of Ohio. I don't think. Here's my thing, personally. I just don't feel like it's anybody's damn business if he goes and dances and grind, has some girl grind up on him at a bar <laughs> between him and his wife. That's that's who that's yeah. between. That ain't. Yeah. I ain't got nothing to do with that, man. I ain't trying to get in that mess. I don't think anybody else should be trying to get in that yeah, mess either. Yeah. As far as like, should Urban Meyer resign? Like he was actually asked if he was going to resign. That did happen, and he told them no. He is not planning on resigning. And then the owner of the Jaguars came out <laughs> and said he was disappointed, threw him under the bus, and all this stuff. You know what? I bet he wouldn't be damn disappointed if he was four and zero instead of zero and four. Oh, I yeah, bet he wouldn't have come out and said that. What he's saying is, you're not winning right now, and I might fire you, and I might use this for the reason that I fire you. So I need to be very outraged about this thing right now that normally I probably wouldn't be outraged against. And you're not you're not full of nobody, dude. Like, everybody, everybody <laughs> knows that. Like, everyone, dude. With Harvard, too, man, he's just, uh, every, everywhere he leaves, he's He's gonna well. Besides Jaguars in college, he was gonna win. Already won a couple championships, but he had a murderer on his team, Aaron Hernandez. Ohio State. He talks about these health problems, and then he goes out and coaches. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, he's just a weird guy, man. But yeah, I think I think it's um, it's between him and his wife on that thing. But it, it is kind of crazy. And then Meyer throws his quarterback Trevor Lawrence under the bus, like. Well, I didn't mind. You know, I told Trevor Lawrence earlier in the year to be careful at his bachelor party in Vegas, just like throwing him, <laughs> throwing Trevor Lawrence under the bus. Just everybody throwing each other under the bus. That's what. I, 
just weird, man. He's well, Urban's always preaching culture and leadership and <laughs> these things, and like he just he was messed up. He didn't know what was going on that night, man. He looked blitz. And I'm sure he was. I thought it was a funny story, man. How many? Look, how many? How, if you story. were, if you were a multimillionaire, you've made all these teams, winning teams, and you were zero and four. In the NFL, you done pulled some crazy stuff with Tebow at the beginning of the year and pretended like you was going to give him a shot and stuff. <laughs> and obviously that was a publicity stunt, but you did it. And I don't know. And that, and, and that gave people a reason to like hate you before you even got started really because like everybody was like oh Tebow's way too old no way you can do it blah 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 which trial turned out to be true you know all that turned out to be true and so that makes you know that puts you in a bad situation man it puts you in a precarious situation people thinking like how great of coach is he really right and then like you're 0-4 and your boss is coming out and he's talking about how you shouldn't be grinding up against women in bars and stuff I mean, where's he going to be next year? USC? USF? Miami? I mean, he already did it at Florida. Maybe he'll go do it with the Seminoles next. Or Miami. Yeah, he's he, he'll get hired no matter what. I, I think it's just... To me, he's taking a hit himself, not even like somebody will hire him for college. Just kind of like Saban. Saban didn't have success in the NFL. Spurrier didn't have success in the NFL. But damn, he'll, Urban will get hired, and he's won championships. He huh. built that Utah football program. Then he moved on to Florida, won a couple championships. Ohio State won a championship. I heard a thing where they, they did a poll on the sports radio the other day, and they did a poll, I guess, and they asked, uh, different uh, ads like would you hire urban meyer and it was something like 30 something out of 46 said they would and <laughs> the guys i was listening to on the uh morning show for the bucks down here they were like man there's a whole lot of liars and the guys that said no <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Alan would man i mean pressure to win man of course you would I did see, like, he was, there was reports earlier that, like, he was offered the Texas job, man, and that he wanted to prove himself in the NFL, and, but the thing is, like, the weird thing, like, the Ohio State is on the sideline and having these health problems, and what the hell are you doing going to the NFL? Like, he's a multi-million. Oh, just. Well, he probably got those worked out. He's got tons of money, so he probably had his doctors. <laughs> that's, that's true. Turn yeah. whatever nuts or bolts or whatever they need to turn but to he's, get him back up and going. No, he's never gone. He's never started a season. Probably never started a season 0 and 2, 0 and 3. Mm-hmm. Definitely not 0 and 4, man. Probably not. It's crazy. Man. But it's a funny story, more so, you know. Think about it. It's shaping up right now where you might see. Think about this Urban Meyer in Miami. Deion Sanders at Florida State. Kiffin going back to USC after they left him on the tarmac. Different administration. <laughs> that would be crazy, wouldn't it, if we went back? <laughs> no, Ole Miss, we got to figure out Ole Miss. 
Orgeron going back to Ole Miss after LSU fired. <laughs> Jimbo going over to LSU after. No, Jimbo ain't leaving Good that $9 million contract here. I don't know. LSU A&M's might pay him more money. LSU might actually do it. They might, might be a team that would pay more. Like, they got a lot of money down there. They might bring back Miles. Maybe Jimbo stays at A&M and less Miles is back to I don't think so, man. Saban goes to LSU. Back to LSU. Dabo goes Saban, over to Bama. Saban's never leaving Bama, dude. Chad Morris goes over to Clemson. Saban goes to Bama. I'd like or to Saban, Saban goes to LSU. Dabo goes to Bama, and Chad Morris takes over Clemson. Saban goes to the NFL. I think it's a more <laughs> reasonable. I think Saban at some point might be like. All right, it was just a fluke that I didn't win down with the Dolphins. I need to go back to the NFL. I got to do this personally for me to like feel complete. I got to have a winning season in the NFL. I might go back to the NFL just to show that he could do it, you know. And any team would take him, honestly. Any team yeah. in the NFL would take him right now. So, you know, he's, he's not showing his age. Like he's still got energy left. And look, Belichick's kind of like look. It's looking like. Brady's the key to all that winning. Mm-hmm. Like, Belichick ain't done nothing since Brady left. Texas is probably going to hire Bobby Petrino when they get rid of this new coach they got. Bobby would probably won a couple championships by then up there at Missouri State. A couple. I forgot about that. Okay, Saban's going to stay. He's either going to stay at Bama or the NFL, and Petrino's definitely going to. Wow. Good Lord. We've got Sam Pittman who doesn't know. I like you, Pittman, man. I'm sorry, Chad. Why did I do that? We talked about it. I, I like Pittman, man. I mean, Pittman has it's been true. the better coach out of all the coaching hours. I mean, we, we talked about, like, you wanted you wanted the Pirate here. I wanted Lane Kiffin here, right? Thank goodness we ain't got neither one of those because we're actually doing a hell of a lot better with, with Sam Pittman. Pittman doesn't beat Kiffin once he fixed him, beat him again, right? So now I, uh, I'm gonna have to fight you on the the I wanted the pirate thing. I was yelling at that at Razorback game. Let's get Kiffin, man. <laughs> you did, you did. Yeah. You you wanted Kiffin too, yeah. yeah Leach was in the Leach was in the list because how he turned on Texas Tech, and that's a lot before I knew of his uh, politics. So oh yeah, no, like that was before to. we knew what type of person he was. Definitely, yeah. I, I totally agree with I that. Don't, I don't. You I wouldn't feel bad about that. You wouldn't make that pick today. You know what I mean? But I was like, <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't be bad. Like if we can't get Kiffin, like I, I'd take him for sure. Like it wasn't like I thought we that almost would be had a bad hire. Yeah, we almost had Kiffin. We talked about that a couple of years. I think the. I don't know where we got on that man good podcast hopefully we rebound hopefully next week we'll promise guys we win it'll be another good podcast we do what we could after getting beat embarrassed hey look if you're it's i just want to put this out there to all the fans if you're a fan and you're pissed off and you're embarrassed and you think that shouldn't have happened and you think that you got let down and you think the coaches did a bad job and you think the players didn't play up to their ability then that's normal right now that's what you should be thinking that's a good thing that means you are a real fan and that yep. you like analyze the the game correctly if you're thinking like if you're if you're one of the people who were like oh you know what 
Georgia, they're the number one team in the nation. They got the best defense in the nation. And that's automatically what you jumped to and started making excuses for why, like, Arkansas lost and this, that, and other, you know, talking about how great Georgia was. And that's your first, like, inclination was to pump up the other team and make that okay that you lost to that team because they're just so great and high and mighty and so much better than than we are. Then, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I can't, I'm not going to say you're not a fan fan i guess but i said i mean we made that thing where we said we wouldn't say people aren't fans a while back but i mean it's kind of <laughs> suspect man to, i mean it's just at least suspect man to think that right off the bat like oh you know they, they could be the number one team in the nation no they're not they've been beat by alabama six times they're not number one team in the nation they're number two team in the nation you know and we should put some damn points on them I should have played them better than that. We were a top 10 team. So the first thing you want to do is talk about how awesome Georgia was and how we got beat because they're so much better than us. I don't I don't know. I don't know I agree with that. I hope there's some Ole Miss fans listening this week. Leave us something before the game. Don't come on after like that bitch-ass Georgia fan, Chris Shaw. Hope you're listening this week. Hope you listen to this whole thing. <laughs> but you're going to get disappointed again. Go Hogs forever, man. I mean, I, I, don't, I didn't like that, man. I didn't like that. I don't like the Georgia fans getting up in there. There's probably just one. I'm sure all of them was courteous and stuff, man. It didn't hurt me. It didn't bother me. I was already hurt. I was depressed, hog pressure, just because I thought, what the team? I know we went over this a couple of hours ago. Bring it up again, because you didn't hurt me, Chris Shaw. You didn't hurt me one bit. Your three tweets, you're bothered by. Tweeting at me. Hawk Hall Podcast ain't tweeting at no Georgia podcast, Georgia fans or anything, trying to start something, saying something. This is a Razorback fan podcast. First thing you got to learn here, this is all about the Razorbacks. We're fans here. What does our byline say? For fans, by fans. Because that's true since day one. Our first two seasons were Chad Morris there. We just came off the Brett Bielema there. First two seasons of this podcast were Chad Morris. Look him up, you douchebag Georgia fans. Look him up, and you'll see. We ain't going anywhere. Woo pig suey. <laughs> Go on.